itself. to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the Most High, Chris. I want my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's good, everybody? Yo, what's good, what's good, yo? Uh, this is the Uncut, Unfiltered, Uncensored, Underground, underground a professional wrestling podcast. And if you didn't know, now you oh, no. know. You feel me? Um, we're getting into it. This is pretty much our norm now. The week that was of wrestling, since wrestling is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, we got lives, nigga. Uh, we ain't finna be doing review shows every day like some of you non-melanin people. You feel me? <laughs> uh, so we about to just kick non-melanin influence. influence. You know uh, what I mean? Um, melanin deficient. <laughs> melanin deficient. <laughs> um, but hey. yeah, man, it's, it's been it's been a week of wrestling. Yeah, it's been, um, like it's been to be for, to be quite honest to me, it's been an average week of wrestling. I mean, it's been an average week of wrestling for some time. Um, I think we've slowly but surely, I think as cynical as we've been on this show, I think it proves as to where we see wrestling and how we see wrestling and um, the state of wrestling. And it got us kind of talking earlier, um, you know, when we was getting into our pre-show of the show, our pre-production of the show, um, as to... Um, where we see wrestling, you know, because you know, I, I, every week we say, "What's a high spot of the week? What what do we like? What you know? What what was what is it? What caught our what eye? Caught our eye you, know? you know what I mean?" Um, um, but I think, like you were saying in the pre-production meeting, I was thinking that we can just hit off the top with our business and logic this week, only because I, I think there's a topic that um, we, we got to get some shit off of our chest, and it's a conversation we've had before on this podcast. I think that if you guys have listened before. Uh, you know we've had this conversation, but this conversation about um, how wrestling essentially is business, and has and the business sometimes interferes with the creative, you know. And uh, where is my phone? <laughs> I hear it. Well, I mean, honestly, that's honestly what our the, you know that's what our podcast is. Our it's po- what it is, pretty much. Our yeah. podcast was created off of how essentially uh, we see the wrestling business. Um, you know, where whenever we discussed wrestling, um, it was always of uh, from a business side um, and a creative side uh, of wrestling. So pretty much, we you know, that's where this podcast stems from. And uh, over time, you know, like you said, like when we discussed in our pre-show meeting, um, over time, man, we, we've been noticing how... How we Sorry. look at wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, you're good. That's a, okay, man. Take that. Um, where were you at? I was still going. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, good. Good, good on the ad lib. Shit. I was still going. <laughs> I was no, just, but I was real. just pretty much just telling them like, you know, this is where I, this is where this is the, this is where the podcast was birthed from. Where how we now at thirty year old people look at wrestling, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now you Who watch how like, watch from. We were kids till now. Exactly. Uh, I know Chris has worked in the business. Uh, I've just been around the business and I've seen it grow over time to this monumental uh, moment we are at now where we have, again, two wrestling companies 
on television at once, and an, another show, which is uh, pretty much developmental for WWE, but it's not developmental; it's its own brand in itself. NXT it's a third brand uh. on television as well. Uh, it's came, wrestling has come to a, 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 a it's back, guys. Like it's 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 in the atmosphere. It's in but the it's zeitgeist. only back because of business. It's only it's only I back think because of business. I think but that's... with that being said, you know, with wrestling being this entertainment. Um, uh, this this entertainment company WWE you gotta and I think that AEW sure is trying to provide entertainment I think there's an evolution that needs to take place and I think there's something that's been lacking that wrestling fans have been dying for for ages and I was hoping that AEW could provide it and I, and I think we were all were hoping that AEW could provide it and that is consistent tour storytelling um, I, I have not seen that so me as a wrestling fan I'm a little bit Disjointed as far as what I'm seeing on both shows. Not just not a knock on AEW. This is a not uh, a, even not knock on WWE because I only see it taking place in a place called NXT where I feel like they're giving me content where it comes to storytelling, when it comes to the production, when it comes to the wrestling in the ring. All three aspects need to be on par for me as a wrestling fan when I watch. And I think that um, sometimes wrestling fans are super satisfied. With just accepting, um, accepting, just accepting the, the norm, norm, you know, accepting whatever they're given to them. Well, Not that wrestling fans aren't compl- don't complain all of it, but they complain about the wrong shit sometimes. They, they complain about oh, somebody did a botch or somebody uh, is not getting pushed or somebody is this and that. I'm saying about actually building a television show where that's cohesive from week to week, you know. And I think that through us being so indoctrined to having to accept whatever they feed us on the table, we have now come to this point where we're just like, all right, let me look at the positives because I don't want to kill this shit every single week. But for me, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep on talking about how storytelling and consistency in your character building as a television show needs to be produced. Now, if you're focusing on it just as a um, a live attraction, they're great. Because in the ring, these guys are killing it every single week in all the shows. I think they're doing great work in the ring. But as far as the guys who are in creative saying, all right, how do we then have the, the, the character building to match that? How do you get people to care about this uh, Crown Jewel show? How do you get people to care about Full Gear um, and these matches that, that are being uh, uh, sold to us? I'm not buying it. I mean, me as a 30-year-old man is not buying it. Now, it may be palatable to a 15-year-old. I'm not talking about that. It's palatable for other 30-year-old men too, I think, honestly. And I think that's where, I think that's honestly where the discourse and the disconnect comes from. And I think that's why our podcast works for us um, is because as you sit there and you talk and, and, and I listen, like, you know, that's, that's the thing with us. Like, we actually listen, we hear each other's point of view. Um, it seems like you're really on the side of creativity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're really on the side of the artist, which honestly is, is fantastic. I mean, the artist is what we watch. The artist is is is, is who we're there for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the characters that they create and stuff like that. Um, but realistically... For instance, like, let me, like, bring up this real quick. Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, what they've done with him, I th- what he's created has been great. However, if you don't build upon this week after week with Seth to, to get us to care about this match that I don't care about it and I think they failed going into this Crown Jewel show like that's what I mean like well, it okay. can't just be a, a rush to like okay we're just gonna do a fun house and have him burn shit down 
and then that's it. You know, I don't I, think it was a rush. So then this is her, this is uh, then the, the, this is my my retort, I guess, to where it comes to the business side of it. I think a lot of the I, I think a lot of the lack of continuity comes with the easy flow of cash. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, the Funhouse was something that they were taking their time with, that they were developing, that was a character development, that was creatively and um, that was creatively um, watering the palate of yeah. those who yeah. needed it. But business-wise, when you see how quick and how gravi- gravitating that is, and and how it moves the needle, uh-huh. it gets saturated, oversaturated. It's like it's like uh, it's like rap. It's uh-huh. like hip hop. It's like you know. It's like podcasts. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Um, podcasts won't be as monitorable, uh, 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 monetarily uh, uh, um, um, accessible because of how oversaturated the, the, the market is. Uh-huh. With wrestling, um, when you can sell a mask, when you can sell a T-shirt, when you can put the song on iTunes, when uh, when when every time it's on TV, it's a million plus hits on your YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, that plays into the business side, but that, that's not what the, I'm disputing. I think that's fine. I think you got to put him on, put him on television for sure, and you got to show him. But it's the way they go about showing it, and, and it's just fine tuning how you present your product. Okay, you know, it's fine tuning. All right, what's? I mean, I'm not sure if this whole theme thing, uh, the Seth Rollins thing, people are really excited for their match. But I am not. No one's excited about that. I really should be though, because I care about Seth Rollins as a talent. I know he could work. I care about Bray Wyatt as a talent. I know he could work. I'm curious to see where they build with the fiend, and 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 I'm curious to see how they build Seth Rollins as a character going forward. So why wouldn't I care about this match? I wouldn't care about about this match. Is because they presented it in a way that was weak. It was weak sauce. It was no, lazy. I think that I think it was one lazy of, I think one of the reasons why you don't care about it is because one's on Raw, one's on SmackDown. No, I don't look at it that way. I really don't look at it that way. If they were, I don't care. One's on Raw, one's on SmackDown. I care about how they tell a story. I care about how because if, if if you're gonna even put them on Raw, and SmackDown, you can build this angle as this title might not be on SmackDown. Uh, this um, this might not be this title. Might, are you all right? Mm-hmm. This title might not be on Raw. Going forward, um, uh, I, I, and the Fiend's goal is to um, take the Universal Championship. The Fiend's goal is this: the, um, Seth Rollins <laughs> has to figure out a way to stop the Fiend. You know, and they, they're not telling that story. They're just like the entire Bray Wyatt um, Funhouse this week had nothing to do with with him and Seth's match. Had nothing to do with him and Seth's match. It was just Bray Wyatt being Bray Wyatt in, in uh, the Funhouse. So. That's just one example of what I mean by telling a story with the characters you have. And, and, and but what I will give props to is on Brock Lesnar. I was trying to kill. I was kind of killing this came from last week's thing a couple weeks ago. Brock Lesnar is consistent. He always comes there, wreaks ha- havoc. He's destructive. He's just he causes destruction. He doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. He doesn't give a fuck about your family. He doesn't give a fuck about who who you're with. He's gonna do what he gotta do. And he and he presented him in a way that's consistent, that he means something every time he's on the screen, and that's what I wanted to see with Bray. That's what I want to see with everybody. I want to see everybody have a moment <laughs> on TV when you where, where what they've written means something. Everything ain't gonna be like that, bro. Like every when you watch a movie and you go through credits at the end of the movie, like the security guard 
ain't always gonna have that. You know what I mean? Like that that, that one line is like oh that one. A, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's my, just, my whole, and and I feel you when you say that, but I don't look at wrestling as an ensemble cast and it's one story being told. I look at it as many many stories being told for one television show. Like I want to see a tag team division. I want to see a tag team division in WWE. Right now we don't have one. Like, what do you mean you don't have We one? don't have a tag team division. We have tag team tag teams and we have tag teams who are fighting for the best tag team in the world right now. There's no tag team division. There are tag teams, but you mean there's no tag team division? You don't emphasize the title. You don't emphasize story building on these on these aspects of what is competition in your industry. I think you, and it's because of business. No, because I, I think you, you want to market best tag team in the world to get me to fucking no, not, believe not, in no, this not, shit. Not so much with that. I don't want to cut you off. I think one of the reasons why one of the reasons why we have an issue with this is because we don't see the duality of what wrestling is. It can't always be one thing. It has to be both. It has to be both. You mean what? It has to be a balance between business and creative. I don't think business and creative have to always clash, though. They have to. This they have to. My my, we had the same discussion um, uh, last week. I think it was last week where you know uh, Frank Ford Coppola said, "You gotta be honest. It's lazy." Okay, we can say that about Marvel. We can say Marvel is lazy. But Marvel will look at the books and be like, how? Tell me. <laughs> tell, tell me what's lazy about it. Because we're bringing in a billion every time we go on the screen. But it may not be It may not be a Godfather film. Uh-huh. It may not be a Gone in the Wind. It may not be a Titanic. You know, something that, that, that has uh, um, the, the critical acclaim well, to it. I like ROH or TNA when they were innovative. I in that, think you know that know what I mean? WWE should have at least one thing that should have some critical acclaim. Last year, what they did and with Johnny, what they, what they did with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa was a, was a masterpiece. It was a critically acclaimed. You know the storylines they told. NXT right now um, is you know they're building undisputed era. I don't see a, a I don't honestly right now Finn's turning heel. We'll talk about that a little bit down the line, but I see them gearing up to more impactful storytelling. You know, and, and I think that what we got was a moment. This week with Finn, you know, and I'm not too much into the moments. I'm not gonna be tricked anymore. I'm too much. I'm too much. I'm too savvy of a wrestling fan. You can't be. be. You can't be because Ah. my thing is, you can't be too savvy of a wrestling fan for you not to know that business and creative are always gonna clash, especially in this genre. Okay, I don't think it has to be, and that's where I'm. That's where I'm always probably maybe 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 I'm wrong because it's it's such it's so niche, man. It's so yes, we have two million eyeballs looking at wrestling, but that's two million that you you know what I mean like that that's that's still a fraction of the population. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean like that, that 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 you know that you know it's just feeling wrestling like you said is a television show, so it has to have some type of cohesion towards the television show. But also, but think about it. You're saying business and and creative always have to clash. Mm-hmm. What they do, we should we you showed that. I mean, what they did with Tommaso and Johnny shows that it doesn't have to. What they done with Kofi this past year shows that it doesn't have. Yes, to. Yes, it is. This is business. I got a Kofi. It didn't clash. That's yes, what I'm trying to say. It did it, clash because you're either making money no, 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 and they no, built no, the no, star. Cla- is it so hard? No, no. It, it clash. Yes, this is what I'm saying. CT. It clashed because ultimately. This is something WWE is always going to have a fallback plan because it's WWE. 
I'm always going to have someone available to me to do what I want to do, which makes money and create a story. This, this shirt is a product of them not wanting to do it, but it fell into their laps. Kofi wasn't the goal. Kofi uh-huh. wasn't the... But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, once, they, once you see something, you latch on to it, the fans like it, you go with it. They, they, okay, we go with it, and then the masses say Kofi had a terrible reign. That, that, so, listen, so, so, listen so, that's the masses... Who are, who are blind to the fact that Kofi had a, a, a ring just like any other guy. But you can't... You, okay, so that's why I put everybody in the same category. I put us in... Like, when, like our clip blew up. Our clip blew up with Chris Jericho uh, RT in it because in that moment, we were marks. Mm-hmm. I was, and specifically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was in a moment where I was saying how creatively... Th- AEW was hurting their business it's always going to clash creatively AEW is hurting their business to where I'm not watching their product uh-huh. that affects them because they don't know how to cons- consistently or uh, approach the fact of telling the story in a manner that it needed to be so WWE you does the same back thing on me on how about how WWE is uh, business is business is business but then you want to say AEW has to tell a story. I'm telling mm. you, it's the same thing on both aspects. I do the same thing. The podcast started with us. The podcast started with us killing WWE storytelling. Not, no, I'm not talking about you. It's about you. We should, you should be able to understand where I'm coming from right now when it comes to my frustration right now. Maybe it's just because of the crown jewel thing. AEW, I don't know what your excuse is right now. But honestly. I don't know why it, you hold crown jewel against them when this is the, <laughs> the fifth show, fourth show. <laughs> Second year, <laughs> and when they got into bed with see, them, you, we knew you, you who see, was going to get you, into you, it. Yeah, and I did too. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to kill it because it's because it's it's nasty. Now, as far as what my point is is right right now, is that when business clashes with creative, obviously WWE is going to choose business. My point is it doesn't have to sac- be sacrificed to this extent. We're going to get Seth and Bray. This is what my 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 original statement was. We're going to get Seth and Bray. Tell it differently. Tell it a little bit differently to the point where I'm like, hey, you created something on television that I was like, oh, that was a good segment. Or that was, um, that built upon who Bray is. That built upon who Seth is. That makes me want to see the match. They don't do, they don't make me want to see their matches. Like, and I should care about those two guys. I don't understand how they cannot build something, create something where it's like, okay, The Fiend is on a mission. Seth Rollins has no way to fucking stop this guy. Something to the point where I'm like, okay, I get this as a business movement. You're taking Seth out of the whole um, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan thing, and you're putting him in a singles match with Bray. Great. Business move doesn't have to be sacrificed. It doesn't have to be sacrificed when you've already made these decisions. I'm giving props to WWE for the creative they did within their business with Brock. So it doesn't have to be sacrificed all the time. It doesn't always have to be sacrificed. That's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't always clash. Now, I do think they are lazy when they try to... on, on their build to some of these shows throughout the year. You gotta be honest. I know, I get it. There's a billion, there's like, I mean, how many big shows they have a year? 13, 14? I don't know. But they have a lot of big shows. Not every single one's gonna hit, and most of them actually don't. Um, but we see some good matches and we're like, you know what, maybe it was, a, it was a decent show. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Seth, I mean, Hell in a Cell was not an A-plus pay-per-view. It was a See, it's never an A plus business pay per view, and this is what I'm saying: business creative with business create business class with logic. Hell in the Cell was supposed to be a special type of match. 
Hell in a Cell was never supposed to be a pay-per-view, but because they've made so many memories or moments or money from a particular match, they then decided to make it a pay-per-view, which then hindered the pay-per-view. We don't go into looking to the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view like we did 20 years ago when it first appeared, because 10 years ago, it, 10 years ago, it did... Oh my God! They got the onside kick. Oh shit! Holy shit! I'm sorry. I'm watching uh, Oklahoma and Kansas, Kansas State. State. Kansas, o- State. Uh, Kansas State. Oklahoma's down <coughs> a touchdown. They just kicked the field goal. It's a minute forty three seconds left, and they got an onside kick that traveled like a hundred and thirty seven yards. Crazy. I don't know how the hell that shit happened. Forget it. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but what you say was Hell in a Cell is not an A plus show. It can't be an A plus show. When, for one, I, re- I I disagree. It can be, no matter what. <coughs> Just because the match itself is not special as it used to be, doesn't mean you can't build storylines building up to a show. And I get there's a lot going on. WWE. I'm, I don't know what it takes to run a company. I understand this creative has to be sacrificed some degree. But right now, you have some really the best wrestlers in the world. You have some of the most creative uh, people in your company. You have the best talent. Make me interested. Make me care about these guys. Make me care about these guys. And I already care about these guys. The funny thing about it is I care about Seth. When he, well, I want to see what Seth's doing. Like, as a wrestler, I want to see what Seth's doing. I want to see what Bray's doing. I want to see what Becky's doing. What is she doing? And, 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 you know, like, I want to see what these people... They've built stars. People say WWE doesn't build stars. They have. They've, Bray is a new star. Seth is a new star. <coughs> Becky's a new star. Charlotte's a new star. These are guys who we're going to remember for the rest of our time in wrestling. And guess what? John Cena hasn't been around for how long? So they are building new stars. And we'll, we'll talk about Raw... Where they're starting a new, a new whole new crop of people. Well, my thing, you know? my thing with that. But no, no, real quick, this is not acceptable. We gotta be honest. With, and I'm tired of, as wrestling fans, accepting and saying, "Hey, the matches were good." I'm a guy who loves the matches. You but, just but, said but, that. But, that huh? was your argument, huh? That was your argument, just like last week, two weeks ago. No reason why is because I was trying to be positive. Now I'm trying to be real. <laughs> I gotta be. No, our whole show is to be real. I'm trying to be real. I, I'm trying to be real right now. I'm tired of trying to just take whatever is given to me and say it's good. And, and that's why we get killed for shit because, because we do get passionate about it because we, 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 we desire more from our wrestling. AEW, yo, you guys promised us a show that's different, an alternative, something that's going to shake you know, um, the foundations and give us something that's different in WWE. I think being an alternative is not good enough. I think just being okay. Here's another. Here's another option. So that means you can just put whatever crap you want on your television screen and just say, "Hey guys, we're just another another option." What do you want to be as AEW? You guys said that you're gonna have a roster where wins and losses matter, and then you have Pac, who's undefeated, on the announce table while Jimmy Havoc and um, Darby and Darby Allen fight for the Morgan Tennisship. To me, as a savvy wrestling fan, I'm like, you're just being, just doing what WWE does. Act like we don't know what the fuck you just said. You're acting like that and then trying to just sell it to us. <coughs> so if you're just trying to sell us wrestling again, then, guys, this is what you're going to expect from AEW. If you guys are going to sell that, there's going to be uh, storytelling, and sell, but then not provide it. Sell there's going to be diversity and, and, my, and all that stuff, and then not provide it. Then, all right, then AEW, you're doing what you, what you came to do. But as far as telling stories in a ring, uh, and, 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 you know, I'm just trying to hold these wrestling companies accountable as far as the product they put out there. 
And I think that as wrestling fans, we do deserve st- storytelling. We do uh, as a week on a weekly basis something that go that's more than just hey, here's some, some good matches. And I think that they've gotten real comfortable with just providing good matches because they got good talent and just saying, you know what, we're making that money, we're making that bread. I think honestly that that for the most part is the the loins that wrestling in itself lies relies on. You know what I mean? Like honestly, you know, we watch wrestling for what? I don't know. Do we watch it for uh, you know intricacies or do we watch it for the acrobatics? Do we watch it? And and my thing is, if we watch it for both, then therefore you know it's a balance within wrestling already. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? And that is the parallel of, you know, I don't kill AEW for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Like, AEW gets my grief because, like you say, they told us that it was going to be one thing, and I knew it couldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My thing is because if, if WWE, who has all the resources in the world, isn't that way, what makes it seem like you can be that way? Because no other wrestling company is intricate in the storytelling that that is on the magnitude of what WWE could be. No, TNA no. could have had it. No, ROH could have had it. No, uh, uh, I think they got very comfortable in just saying, "Hey, we're an alternative." That's not good enough as far as to some degree of telling storytelling and what wrestling, what people desire from wrestling on a weekly basis. They need some, some consistency on a weekly basis, and, and I, the, the matches have been great. That's that's the funny thing about it, and that's it's not just WWE. The matches, it's not just AEW. I mean, WWE. The matches have been great, but as far as hey, this guy here is this, and we're presenting this character to you, and they're going to do these things with these other people, so that you care about the match. That's not being provided, and they're not even presenting it in a way that's like okay, this is about oh, this guy is like you know, he has this style. This is what he comes to the table with, and this guy has this style. He comes to the table with this, and his, this is his record. This is his record. Now, if it was like more like a, a competition UFC kind of based storytelling, where it's like, all right, this is just two competitors, I would be like, all right, that's an alternative. That's a complete alternative to WWE. But what I see is they haven't found what AEW is as a company. It, you say one thing, and then you're presenting another. You know? So, and... and I hope that they succeed, I, and and I think they will. I think they will. I think realistically, it takes time. Um, I know, like even with MLW, like it took time. They were just a company that were producing great matches with good talent <clears throat> and bringing together, you know, something that was uh, uh, um, an essence of feel good for a wrestling fan. AEW is doing that right now. Like they're providing, um, they're providing um, in in a way um, a, a stage for people to perform on. You know what I mean? Which and 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 all essence is the main thing. That's what we want. We wanted a place where because we say WWE quote unquote underutilizes guys or doesn't give a lot of people time, a lot of people TV time and stuff like that. Which had what leads into you know WWE. Business-wise and creative-wise, um, business-wise, WWE is a television show. It's a bad television show. Yeah, it's a it's a bad television show. That's what. But it 
creatively because their focus is on so many other things. Exactly. As they fo- exactly. As, 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 as like we talk about doing an LLC. Yeah. We want a blanket LLC, but we want different tentacles under that LLC, yeah. which would give us permission to do something with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wrestling provides them an opportunity to do films. Gives them an opportunity to do music. Gives them an opportunity to do, you know what I mean? Like you said, TV. And that's 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 honorable in its own facet. That's you know, and that's great. WWE. And this is not knocking WWE as a business. I would never in a million years knock WWE as a business. But you are no. when you knock them as a wrestling company. No, because the I, wrestling I knock them is- as a product on television, as a fan, as a fan. Now I'm looking at it from my business lens. They're they're killing it, man. They're absolutely killing it. But from a creative, when I come to it, I try to experience it from a fan's perspective. You know me, how I approach wrestling. And I try to just enjoy it. And then actually to critique what I'm seeing on a weekly basis. Because I really want... I think there's there's more to... to I think there's the, the way that wrestling has evolved, there's more to evolve too. As far as uh, how good it could be as a television show. You know what I mean? Okay. As a television show. It could be really fucking good with the talent they have. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. And, and I think they're cre- if they get the right people and creative, and I think that people start to really collaborate and make things happen. I know AEW has a lot of people working elsewhere, too. But uh, hopefully y'all can collaborate and just get some ideas as far as where you can go with storytelling. Because I, I know that people are starting to have a little bit more creative control over there. Because I mean, that's you know, scary, though. It is scary, but it could work. It no, could, it's not it, like it can't work. It, it can't. It can't work when Jericho has creative control over himself. It's bad. I'll tell you. Right okay. Now. So and, and if Jericho's Jericho, a cha- I love you because you're. And if Jericho's a champion and he's done, and he's a, but, but what they're doing with the inner circle is really bad. I'm just gonna be real. And it's, this is what I'm saying. This not is good talent. It's but not this good. is and this is what I'm saying. This is business and creative. Their business was hey Jericho's a name. We're going to build off the name of Chris Jericho. We're going to build off the popularity of Chris Jericho. But Chris Jericho's also 50. And he also drinks a little bit. And he also loves the party a little bit. Yeah. And he's a rock star. He's not totally committed to this wrestling thing. <laughs> okay? So, my thing is that's, to that's... put your wrestling company in the hands of a non-wrestling entity. Because Chris, Chris Jericho's life and dedication is not to wrestling. It's not to the involvement or the elevation of AEW, yeah. because if that was, the I don't know that though. I mean, I don't want to because he's he's been doing so much press for them, and I do think that his heart is there. You know, I do think that he's his trying. Heart, his heart can be there. My thing is like, bro, Ric Flair' heart is there, but he's terrible on television. Have you seen him? He's not fit for TV. He's not fucking fit. He's not. Right, you can smell the alcohol through the television. Rick's be Rick be lit, nigga. Rick be lit. Oh my god. You feel me? Yeah. Rick Rick's not fit to be on TV. Rick's not fit to be an ambassador for wrestling. Yeah. Even though that's Ric Flair. I hear you. Hulk Hogan. Neither with is Hulk Hogan. This is what I'm saying. I'm about to get Neither into it. I'm about Hogan. to get into Hulk Hogan. That's the funny part. Hulk, about Hulk Hogan is not fit to be an ambassador. But it's the namesake. But we're getting that. That's the, the, but that's where, nonetheless. But, but that's where exactly. But it's we're like, getting that for. It's not that hard, and this is what I mean. It goes back to like your. You, you, there's a there's a sacrifice with business, and that's why this thing is so nasty. They know this shit. 
This is all for crown jewels, bro. As, they as, know this. It's also all okay. You can and say that, and they're like, but you can say that's all for crown jewels. Just eating this bro, shit up. You can say that's all for crown jewels, but AEW's doing the same thing, all for the sake of them being a new television. That's what I'm saying. They could have built their, they could have built a wrestling company around wrestlers, right? Right now, the wrestling company is built around an EVP and a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The wrestling company could have built around Kenny. Yeah. Like I said, the best bot machine. Pac, introduce Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. If you know Santana and Ortiz is coming, start them with a fuse with the Young Bucks, which you did. Mm-hmm. If is going to be your tag team champion. It's just you, starting, it's, though. So I, I feel I, you. So they had to do Jericho but just for no, the name. No, title on that's Jericho, business. While, you know, uh, okay, I'm, no, that's don't, don't, don't do that. He would have to sacrifice don't that. Don't do that. Jericho that, would have to eat that. Okay, that, that's, the, that's the business part. Yeah. That's the ego. That's the, the creative control part. Yeah. Jericho's supposed to come in and be like, I'm secondary story. Me and Cody can do this, but it don't have to be for the title. Me and Cody can do this, and it don't have to be the main event. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That that's would, business and, and that's creative. Different. And that's different. And that's, that's putting us in a whole new atmosphere. But that's coming from us as wrestling fans. If you're talking about going to TNT and the, the expectations TNT has, how do you? What do you do? You can't say that for TNT and not say that for Universal when we're giving you a billing. TNT ain't damn sure ain't putting the money behind that Universal and Fox just did. You got a point. Yeah, you know I mean, we talking about two point six five billion combined, nigga. I do it. I gotta do whatever they say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bruh, I'm a nigga. I got morals, I got standards, I got values. But if a motherfucker pull up and tell me I give you six point two point six five billion, I gotta do what he say. Okay. You feel me? Right. My creative might be stifled a little bit. You know what I mean? Like But just think about us. If WWE offers a bag, how we talking about them? That's true. You feel me? If WWE if WWE hears our podcast right now. Reasonable wrestling. They got this Fox deal. They like, yo, we're going to put these two stoners. They're going to be the Jesus <laughs> and Meryl of fucking re- of, of wrestling. And, you know, they give us they give us the bag. How we talk about them. That's true. Are that's we true. as and honest? A, are we, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a, a conversation you have with yourself. You know, and, and that's what we're saying as far as it comes to the creative and business. It's a conversation you have with yourself. Of, okay. Even if, even as a, as a, Wrestler, you have to have that conversation with yourself, but even, but I can understand how it is for the entire company, and um, as far as how you approach creative and business in general, you know, do you want to do this thing? There's a lot of wrestlers who are literally just out there to, to collect the paycheck too, and they're satisfied with their role and putting in the effort that they get, you know, and that's what they they're positioning they're into. But as far as creating a product that's going to be memorable. There's all there's only certain people you could, you know, go, go out there and do that, you know. Um, I and I'm talking about. I can't I'm say that because WWE is a memorable company. This company that creates something I different. I can't say memorable. that because WWE is doing that right now. Like like you just said, <coughs> you wanted to give them props to them for Monday night, how they're building around the new stars, Aleister Black, Street Profits, um, shit like that. They're building these new people for them to elevate. Montez legit got rock potential. We both yeah, said it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like once yep. we, once he's able yeah. to hone in and yep. he's a little bit uh, like I said like he, like we talked about his animation yeah. that might be him but if he's if he if he's a certain way a presenter a certain yeah. way it's dialed down a little I, bit it's a little Montez, bit toned Montez a little Montez bit has like, rock potential for sure so and and, uh, and so like so they they have a they have a star yeah, Alistair yeah. Black pr- presentation is is a star you yeah. know what I mean Andrade um, presentation with Zelina. Uh, is it's a, a star, it takes you know time, what I mean? So, it takes time, but I do appreciate what they did on, on, on Raw. I do appreciate them putting all those guys on there, even though we're like, you said it was a mass show. but It I, was a mass show. It was, but for me, I get what they were doing. And yeah. that's where I see, because me as a fan, I, I do want to see the future, you know, more sure. often at Showcase. I do want to see them um, start to get the opportunities, and it takes time for those guys to build. Seeing Humberto Carrillo, uh, I'm sorry if I'm Humberto saying Humberto Car- Car- oh, that, yeah, yo. Yeah, him MSF had a great, great match, match And honestly, a fan already. You know, so I like them putting those new stars out there. Even with NXT, they have an influx of new stars. I'm all for that being the, you know, the trend. So I wasn't I wasn't dissatisfied with Raw, me seeing all, the, all those people um, debuting. I'm not, who else was on there? Um... Um, it was Andrade. It was Alistair. It was Rick. Uh, no, Rick has always been there. Um, Street Profits. Street Profits. It's all new people, so it has to start somewhere. That's how I look at it. It yeah. has to start somewhere, and it was a good show. So I didn't. I, I'm not going to kill Raw. I, I liked it all together. Street Profits had a moment, and that's all I could ask for in my wrestling. You Street, know? Street Profits main event. Yeah. They main event to Raw yeah. and got the W. Um, the reason why I say Raw was man is because. Um, 30 minutes of Drew McIntyre and Ricochet. Granted, you have to put Drew over. Um, you don't have to. I mean, you can sacrifice Ricochet, but I would yeah, rather you not too. to. Because um, I was mad that they put too many young stars on Raw. I was like, you can't push them on. And they did. They did. And I was like, okay. They listened to us. <laughs> they hear us, man. They hear us. They actually, they had to hear us. And I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? We got you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But even with that, you know what I mean. Um, even with that, I I see um, I see the ability of how you say they can just make a show a little bit better. Um, I, um, Kevin Owens didn't need to be the return guy. I would have rather it not been him. Um, I don't know. Oh, you know, um, would you rather been? Um, I'm not too sure. Like I said, I, I, w- I would have liked it to have been Cedric. I would have loved it to have been a nice little pop, and not just because everybody's black, but, you know, everybody's <laughs> black, you dig? But, um, no, um, Kevin being an ally, I appreciate it. Um, no, nah, but... Is I, Cedric I, still on Raw? Cedric is on Raw, I believe. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. So, See, um, you know, Raw has every young star. Right? Raw it's has every young it's star. It's a completely different it show. It is. And, and, it's, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when we ask what the high spot is, you know, because it's 40 minutes in the show, it's hard because SmackDown, like one of the highest spots you spoke on was Brock yeah. and shit on SmackDown. But, like, bro, that whole show, that two hours, man, was tough. It was tough, man. It was tough. Bailey on commentary, she's tough. That 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 division, that's tough over there, man. What division? The Raw, the SmackDown women division. Nikki Cross and Mandy Rose had a match, and I'm like, man, I know you got to do something, but Jesus. you like it? Nah, man. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like New Day taking the L to Rick Rude and uh, oh, shout out to Xavier. I know I got the New Day shirt on. 
Xavier Torres Achilles. Yeah, he's gonna I'm be out really, almost I'm a really, year, I'm, bro. I really want them to do something um, with the Blue Day. I, I think this might be after. the breakup. This might be this might be the this might be the forcing. Remember how we say WWE stumbles on things? Uh-huh. This might be them stumbling on making Big E a fucking star. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. if Big E takes out if Big E takes out uh if Big E takes out uh uh uh, uh Kofi mm-hmm. and just like yeah, nah, nah. Nah, I, I, I don't. I, well, I mean, t- best tag team. I know that. I'm mm-hmm. six time champ. I'm six time tag champ. I'm, if they, if like, they, if if they, they turn they, that Saudi Arabia, then that would be pretty cool. Beast mode. That would be pretty cool. That would, that would make me care about that's Crown Jewel. Like, oh, remember Crown Jewel? That <laughs> 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 made, made me look stupid Bro, as fuck. <laughs> if they give me, yo, 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 no, 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 if you listen, if you listen to this for sure, dog, give us a moment at Crown Jewel so we can eat these words, dog, so that business can make sense. <laughs> Yo, oh, God. <laughs> oh um, man, that was, that was funny. Andrew, that man. was funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving forward, like I said, um, the SmackDown, um, you know, I <clears throat> I didn't necessarily care for. I watched it. I didn't watch the main event. It was I didn't even try. Um, I didn't watch the opening once. Once I knew the opening segment was Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, I turned, watched baseball or basketball, whichever okay. one was on. And then I wa- I came back to SmackDown and I was like, oh, Robert Roode and Ziggler against New Day, mm, not really. I stuck around and watched that. And then at the end they got beat up by the revival. Mm-hmm. And then Heavy Machinery came out. And I'm like, I'm not really into this tag division. So, and then mm-hmm. it was Nikki Cross and then Mandy Rose with Bailey on commentary. wasn't really into that. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was the main event that I didn't watch because again it was Hogan and Flair. So SmackDown was that. Like I said, Raw was, you know, um, Raw was fucking, uh, uh, was just that. But NXT, bro, like, if we want to talk about high spots and popping off, when Finn came out there. NXT was good. And and he kicked Gargano and motherfucking, um, and and, and the pack of wolves, hyenas got on Chopper. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's Um, lit, bro. I'm I'm down with the Finn turn, man. Prince Devitt is back. I hear that, what happened? I hear a knock. I see. Oh my bad. Oh oh, yeah. I'm down with the the Fed her man. The real, the real rock, rock and roll. <laughs> Come on, Prince Devin. Come on, the Prince is back. Yeah, so um, I'm glad to see that pivot. I was just giving AEW. I mean, NXT props for doing this because I think they can do so much work with Finn down there as completely heel. It's gonna be awesome, and he can be. Second heel to undisputed, or is he top heel now? Uh, Finn definitely is top. No, no, Adam's top heel because he's champion. Adam for sure. So Adam's top heel because he's champion. Adam's top heel because he's champion, and then you know you feel me, and then um, and then Finn for sure is um, Finn for sure is uh, secondary. But Finn Gargano with the dynamic of that match. When when I know we say a lot of things are bangers, so I can't even call this a banger. <laughs> like this has to be another fucking term, bro. Yeah. Like like this has to be something like else. like bro. Pr- like y'all like I think a lot of people now kind of like I mean wrestling fans know Prince Divot is who they signed, right? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 everything we learn everything we love about wrestling everything <laughs> that everything that AEW is uh-huh. is because of Prince, man. 
Like, 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 are we, like, that's no lie. <laughs> right? He said the whole company. The whole, the whole company is built off of Prince, <laughs> dog. Bruh. How you gonna put this one together? If he don't turn no, on Shabbat. Well, no, first you? tell me how AEW is Prince. Uh, Prince Devitt. It's all off of, it's all off of Finn, dog. A, if there's no AEW if, if Finn Balor doesn't. If there's no AEW, if Prince Divot doesn't become I the biggest fucking heel in Japan and start the Bullet Club. He starts the Bullet Club with Tamatonga. He starts that the Bullet Club with Tamatonga, uh, Carl Anderson, and uh, Bad Luck Fale. That's crazy. He brought in the Bucks. The Bucks got their hype from the now Generation Me is cool and everything yeah, yeah. but Generation Me ain't the Bullet Club yeah right yeah he introduces the clean I mean uh, I'm sorry um, um, uh, the Bullet Club um, uh, when Finn leaves mm-hmm. they bring in AJ mm-hmm. the cleaner Kenny Omega Adam Cole's part of the Bullet Club bro everything starts Cody came Co- yeah he then Cody he comes WWE and he's like yo what's the hottest thing in, in, in the Bullet Club the Bullet Club Linked up with them. Damn, son. Damn, son. You might have a point. Man. Come on, man. Come and on. That's why we smoke, man. Because that's like that. exactly. <laughs> Bro, we just got high and just thought about how wrestlers connected, <laughs> man. Like cousins and shit. Yo, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. No, but the, the argument is to be made that uh, we might get some of the best Finn work to come as Prince Devitt and NXT. Um, come on. Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor, come on, bro. Johnny has a baby. It's a dream, it's a dream match. It's a dream match. Bro, hell yeah, man. I'm not sure if they wrestled before, but I, I don't think so. See it. Okay, think this might be a first time ever type shit. Oh shit. I think this might be a first time ever type shit. And dog, I got my laptop back, so I'm about to edit what I just said. Um, damn, I didn't have it on camera. Fuck. But like I said, <laughs> everything from AEW. Is because of Prince Devitt, dog. So, I think everybody needs to chill out, pay homage. He's not even a fucking prince no more. <laughs> He's the fucking king. No, you gotta explain it though. Tell them the, the connections. So Bro, okay. That, I mean, I, well, you already did it. I already did, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. Like, yo, honestly, like real life. Think about it though. Real life. Think about it. There's no way you can say Wednesday nights has any competition when the king of Wednesdays is on NXT. The creator of it. The fucking creator of the Wednesday Night Wars is He's Prince that fucking Dip. Your company is all because of Prince, dog. It's all because of Finn, nigga. The same company is all because of Pay Finn. homage, kiss the fucking boots. Get your bread. Don't mention the fucking name again. No, I think that it's a, it's a, it's a collection of moments. None of it happens if none of it all goes the way it does. <gasps> Whoa, nice pass. What'd you say? You know, it's, it's, it's a collection of occurring events in wrestling. There was the need for it as a, a fan base that needed it. There was Cody leaving. Uh, there was even, uh, you know, Dusty passing so Cody could be that motivated to create, to go out and do his own thing. I think Cody creates this thing. I think there's a lot of credit to go around as far as this going. And it, it's just the way life works. It's Fuck the evolution that, and, and the way it's all connected. Fuck that, Fuck that man. You can't just put it all Fuck in that. just... It's all on It's all on You can't just... You know, the universe brings things together a certain way. And wrestling, it was, it was a moment in time. The Bullet Club is a moment in time. 
So there's arguments to be made, but I'm not just jumping out the window with that one. <laughs> oh man, um, well I know we talked about uh, we talked about high spots, we talked about low spots. Um, um, anything else that you wrote? Anything else that you wanna, um, you know, that you wanna discuss that um, caught your eye before we get into book and black and close the show out? Um. Cause I know all, I like oh yeah I wanted to, I wanted to give I wanted to give AEW a shout out for the tag division. They they shout out to have the best tag division in wrestling and I think right now they currently do. They they have a heavily emphasis a heavy a heavy emphasis on tag team wrestling and it's great. The opener Young Bucks, I mean not Young Bucks, uh Private Party, Private Party and Lucha Bros fucking murdered it. Bro, the pr- also well, I want to shout out them too for a production aspect of that. Opening the show up with the tag teams already in the ring, no entrances, no nothing, about to get right to it, straight busy mm-hmm. to it, was great. I thought that was dope. Uh, Matt psychology, I won't be that guy, but it was none there. I mean, even Jr. was calling it on commentary. <laughs> he was like, "What are they gonna go for a cover?" And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, man. They just come to the spot at the spot. It was crazy though. It was a great. It's it's not it's not for everybody, and but it's like it's, <laughs> it's great to see. It's it honestly great to see. It like you gotta appreciate to what they do. It is. It um, is. And so yeah, that the, they have the best tag team for me at least. Okay. For this wrestling fan, AEW has the best tag team division in wrestling. Okay. Um, uh, we haven't seen much in, in NXT for a while. We haven't seen much in in on the main roster for a while as far as tag team wrestling. Uh, so I think that we need some revival of that. Uh, I think that they need to just get more tag. I don't know what it is. I think that they just need to showcase more tag teams as far as telling them who they are, storylines them. I think we we need more. You know. Well, I I I, I can agree. To I think that. AEW killing it. I can agree. I like their tag because um, right after that match with Private Party and and uh, Lucha Bros. They had a tag team match right after that with uh, Dark Order and SCU, and the psychology in that tag match was strict, was like 180 different. They, you yeah. know, they utilized the ref a little bit more. They utilized, you know, you could tell who was, um, you know, heel face. Um, the heels worked the ref. They worked the corner. They cut off half the ring. Um, it was really good. It was dope. It was it was yeah. good. And I actually, I don't know who Dark Order is. I know they gave they had a buy. Cause they beat the best friends or whatever at the yeah. I don't know who Dark Order is, but I, I, I like just, I, I like them. I don't get I, it. I, I don't but, get it. I, but, but I like I, them as a tag. But I like them as a tag. Yes. I like them as a tag. I don't get it what they got what, what it is yet. But I like the, the work in the ring. They're great. So uh, um, and, and then was it the Young Bucks and Dark Order? No, 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 no. It was Dark Order and uh, and SCU. SCU. Yeah, SCU. that was a good match. And yeah. then you had uh, the Young Bucks and Best Friends and Best Friends. That yeah. was dope. That was dope. And it was a whole different type of match in itself. So, yeah, they, tag yeah, team, they, they're tag smacking us over the head with tag teams, and it's good because the, the tournament. Well, one one of the things that <clears throat> one of the things that um, I kind of liked, and we were going to get into for our book in black, um, was uh, you like the tag team division uh, in AEW, and we both like the women's division in NXT, mm-hmm. and uh, how um, the women's division in NXT is the best women's division in wrestling. How stacked it is, top to bottom. Well, you know, 
top yeah. the medium, you know, the bottom. I think they don't know how the, good the bottom the car, is. Yeah, I think the amount of talent they have, uh, I think everybody has potential. And, you know, as far as where as Raw and SmackDown, people are just real cold. Some of the women's division right now, even though some of them are injured, some of them not on TV. Uh, some of them are just not it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, in NXT, every single one of those girls are great every time they're on yeah they're, they're every hot. time they're, they're on they're screen they're, they're so on I want to see right a multi-woman match at um, the next takeover uh, and see what my, they my, my thing with this is that um, we've had a lot of multi-woman matches um, relatively we haven't though they've been all single matches Shayna Baylor's just been going through everybody nah they had the drain at I mean they just had the four way <clears throat> Uh, to for the number one contendership. No, to, I'm talking about for the title. I mean, the title was even a four way. Remember Bianca? She lost to that Phoenix, and then they had a four way, and she got choked out again. Remember, it was like we didn't want Bianca taking that L. She took that L. Uh, now she took an L to Rhea yeah. Ripley. Like, what she do now? Forgot about that one. You yeah, know what true, I mean? Like, what, what, where does Bianca? And that was our book in black. Like, where does Bianca go? Because now in the pecking order of this division. Production wise is going to Ia, you know she's getting the production wise storyline is going to um, Candice and and and, uh, and and Rhea right yeah. now. I mean, uh, spotlight's going to Rhea. Yeah. Candice, uh, uh, Candice and Io is getting the storyline. Where does Bianca fit in this in this yeah, division? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <clears throat> now, granted, she's got her shine. You know what I mean? She's did her thug thizzle before. You know, but where 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 is she right now in the in, in the grand scheme of things? I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, like she's a megastar, just like her husband, man. It's like they're both extremely talented, and they, and she can talk in the mic. She has her own image, so she's a megastar in the making. They just got to position her right. You were saying that she should turn heel, or if she I'm not sure if she's already heel, but I liked her having the heel antics at least. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she's her her having and, her having you know, and that's part of being the smartest, you know. So you just you just the EST is kinda a heel gimmick, if you really think about it. You know, being the best at everything. Exactly. It's so, almost Mr. Perfect. Mr. Yeah, Perfect exactly. cannot be a baby face. Yeah. They try. They try. It's but someone being perfect at everything is a is a heel. You're not so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and just have her just go completely heel and um and just it's like, yo, I'm the smartest, you know, and then go with that. Um, and a uh, 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 bonus book in black with that, like, so now if she goes here, um, now where where does she where where would you where would you lock her in at? Because if if Candace looks like she's Candace looks like she's gonna be with Eo for a little bit, but do you think do you um, do Bianca turn on? Candace, and now you know that goes into a storyline where you have a Bianca turn on Candace. Yeah, like have a heel Bianca and a babyface Candace LeRae. Heel Bianca and a babyface. Uh, that could be good. Yeah, that could be a good story too. So you know she I stuck her nose in where her bit, you know, yeah. stuck her nose in the business of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, help maybe help Eo get the win over Candace to like. Stamp that feud, mm-hmm. and then Bianca set up the feud with you know with Candice by involving herself in in the in that match yeah. maybe that like you I, can work I, that I, I honestly don't. Uh, I think that that's I think that's where you go where you can go. But I want I want to as far as just the work, 
I do want to see them in a ladder match. <laughs> Just, Whoa! I want to see everybody. That will I be fine. A multi-woman ladder match? I want to see everybody in a ladder match. That will so be dope. I am not the one to judge. I that would be ladder dope. Matches at, that would be dope. Saying, nah, that's the first time you've said that, It will be completely under, unpredictable. You know, we don't know who's going to win that. And like kind of like we had the North American Championship ladder match a couple yeah. years ago. This could be, I mean, do you save that for maybe Mania? I don't know. Damn, I don't know, but that made me want it though. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, that made me want it. That's dope. That's a dope idea, yeah. man. Uh, speaking of, you know, booking, like I said, an honorary booking black, or speaking of shit that's dope, we can't talk about the week of wrestling and not talk about uh, fucking that triple threat match on NXT of Roderick Strong, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, Dijakovic oh, yeah, sure. and Keith Lee. Um, that was crazy, match. man. That was a dope match. But my thing with the, of course, Booking Black, the only black guy in that match is Keith Lee. Like he takes that, he takes that pin. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what, what, like what, where, where does he go now? You know what it, I mean? It, it like was, where, where does, where does he go now for taking that pin? You know what I mean? Like what does Keith Lee do going forward? They have forward? to get the rub off of Keith Lee because they know people like Keith Lee. You know that's why, it, you know that's why they they book okay. it that. They know people like Kickley, you know. So that's why I look at it. But um, yeah, it was tough because I because I I want to I want to see more. Um, I, I knew he was. I knew he was going to get the title. I knew they were going to keep going with Robert because of the undisputed kind of thing. But uh, it was a good match. I'm just I just got what I what I came for. I got okay. What you I, got you got what you came for. Yeah. You knew the prophecy was going to stay still. Yeah. You knew okay. So where would you go, Keith Lee? Where would I go with Keith Lee? Um, I know we've done him up before. With, pair him up with Matt, you know? Put him in the tag division? Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that would be, it could be a good tag. It could be a good tag. Yo, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. I was Keith trying to Lee. pair him up a couple weeks ago, remember? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, that would be dope. I think that would be a dope tag team. And then um, they win the tag titles, you know? All right. Um, I mean, there are some other tag teams. It's not that they're not tag teams in in, in, in NXT, but no. But I think that was, I think that would be dope. That, that have that buzz. Yeah. Put Matt and Keith together, man. Uh, and shout out to Swerve also getting Matt TV time. He was on NXT. Um, he wrestled with uh, uh, Fashion Police against the Forgotten Brothers. Got the hot tag. Did a fucking. He did a move. He did a he did a uh, moonsault off of a nigga chest. That so was crazy. That was, it was crazy. Yeah. The highlight spotlight to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, he was on two hundred five live Friday. Uh, wrestled uh, Ari Devari, Devari Ari, whatever his name is. Oh, Ari. Uh, Ari yeah. So okay. And got the Yo, win there. So to so shout out to Swerve, man. Getting that TV time. Yeah. Getting that shit in. You feel me? Like we, you know, hold that shit down. Um, anything else for the show? Anything um, else? I know we were rushing. Uh, Oni had a match. Yeah, no, no. Oni and uh, <clears throat> no, it was um, Angel Garza, Angel Garza and Jack Gallagher had a match. So then they set up a Angel Garza Leo match. So we're gonna get Leo and Angel Garza. What do you think about that? Uh, I think that's just gonna be fire. So we'll see how that story. Th- yeah, I think uh, the cruiserweight title is just like wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I like, don't necessarily have that story. You build niggas to be champ. You build niggas to be a champion. You build challenges for a champion. You just wrestle. So I think that's dope. That's a good way. That's a good way. Leo wants to wrestle. Let him wrestle. 
And yeah. I think you just keep giving out yeah. good people to wrestle with and dance partners. I think he'll have Angel Garza is a great dance partner. So I think I think that's gonna be a good match. <coughs> yeah, I'm down for that too. Um, well shit, man. Uh today's Saturday. I'm gonna go ahead and post this show up so the sound can be up. I'm gonna try to edit um, try not to drop my fucking laptop like I did last yeah. week. And uh, we going, you know, that's why we ain't had no visuals up for last week. But we was out of commission. But you know, thank you know, thank God we we had Apple Care. So, uh, boys, about to get back to your crib. Uh, we're gonna figure out how we can chop up everything that we got with visuals. And uh, so, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on 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 on, uh, on IG Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter RW Podcast One. Thank you guys for listening. We out. Peace. Peace. Out.